the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Last week we began speaking with J.B., about this launch at Shoresh David to establish evangelism and discipleship as an ongoing value, an ongoing culture in our congregation. And I'd like him to really gift you with that same thing at your church. So, um, I, you know, please let us know. But, you know, we'll get into all of that. Let's pray first. Avinu Malkenu, Lord, our God and King, We love you and thank you, and we thank you for calling us, finding us, so that we can share what you have given us. So we bless you and thank you. We ask, O Lord, that this would be an exciting time where where you would be motivated um, in your church, in your Messianic synagogue, where wherever you attend, that you would be motivated to get other people motivated to share their faith, and disciple so many. So, Lord, I pray in the name of Yeshua, pour out your Spirit on all of us as we worship you and dedicate this time to you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Okay, well, as I said, um, JB last week uh, gave us an earful, I thought. It was great. Uh, and we'd like to continue some of that. He's here in the studio again, and we'd like him to uh, give us more motivation and more understanding of of sharing our faith and, and really uh, understanding evangelism and discipleship from a biblical point of view. And so last week we talked a little bit about his background, which was quite wild, (laughs) and you'll have to go to that program that's archived, you know, to hear that. And we also talked about why should Christians want to share their faith at all, and then we talked about, and why would Jewish people? And um, JB talked a little bit about Romans 11. Why don't we start there? Do you want to talk a little bit about Romans 11 again? And and I mean, 
Christians are to make Jewish people jealous, aren't they? Well, it seems to say that in Romans 11.11, it speaks about the uh, Jewish people stumbling. And uh, just to set the record straight, the Jewish people did not reject Jesus. It was the political, religious establishment of Judaism that rejected him. It was the politically correct, it was sort of, I don't want to get into politics, but it was it was those who were in power, both politically and had religious power, who were, they, they were just, you know, this rabbi from Nazareth was taking away their business. And so, remember, all the apostles were Jewish. All of the disciples were Jewish. This was a movement within Israel among the Jewish people, and he was so exciting that he had to get into a boat to avoid being crushed by humanity pressing into him, and these humans were all Jews. So that is the first thing. Now, it says, though, that salvation has come to the nations or to the Gentiles because of Israel's rejection by their authorities of the Messiah. And it was for a purpose. So it's almost, yes, God loves the nations. He loves all people. But the reason why he was rejected by the Jewish people and salvation came to the nations, to the Gentiles, is to make Israel jealous or to provoke Israel to jealousy. This is the big picture. And the thing that is alarming is that this has never yet happened. Indeed, Christians have provoked Israel, but not to jealousy. And most of the 2,000 years since the resurrection of the Messiah, the King of the Jews, the gospel to Jewish people, thank God not today, but back many over hundreds of years has been, be baptized or we are going to kill you. And so this is in the consciousness of Jewish people to this day. But the Gentiles, the nations, those of you that are not Jewish, that have the Spirit of God, the Spirit of the living God, the God of, the, the God of Israel living inside of you, you are called to make Jewish people jealous. And the question is, how can you do that? And we talked a little about last week is why you should do it, because it is the salvation of Israel is close, very close to the heart of God. And if you read the Gospels, the only city that Jesus ever wept over was Jerusalem. And I believe he's still weeping over that city. Yeah. Well, you know, let me read that because you you spoke about it, but I want to read it from Scripture. Uh, Romans 11, 11, um, I say then, they did not stumble so as to fall, did they? Talking about the Jewish people. May it never be, but by their false steps, salvation has come to the Gentiles to provoke Israel to jealousy. So this is God's word, 
And we are asking people who are believers to follow what God is saying here, and that is to provoke Israel to jealousy. Now, um, is it harder to share, do you think, with Jewish people than it is to share with anybody else? Not at all. In fact, Jewish people are created to know God. And today, people are hard, people are People have the form of God, but deny the power. And there are many people today that are not interested, but there is a, a remnant. There, is, there are those who are waiting to meet you. And there are Jewish people that will respond positively if the gospel is presented effectively to them so they can see that this is a message for them. And it's not... Um, asking them to convert to another religion, but it speaks to their hearts as Jewish people. And that's actually another reason to come visit us on Friday and Saturday at services, because uh, JB will be speaking again and will be sharing some of, of this insight, because, you know, uh, in a short broadcast, we don't have time to share it all. But one of the things that occurred to me as I was been really thinking a lot about this in past months, is that for a Jewish person to say they're Jewish and not believe in God or the Bible, it is kind of ironic because the only reason they're Jewish is because of God and the Bible. Exactly. <laughs> so it's kind of funny that, that some of our people are what we would call secular and and there's a myth that Jewish people know more about the Bible than anybody else. Yes. But that you and I know that is not true. Right. I just was at a, with a community that really prays for Israel and the Jewish people diligently. And they've been praying that when Jewish people read the book of Isaiah and get to chapter 53, that, that they will see that it's speaking about Yeshua. Problem is... Jewish people mostly don't even have Bibles, let alone read the book of Isaiah. But I want to help you understand really simply how you can make Jewish people jealous. Okay, go, go for it. Well, the, this is the first step. And, and you could come and uh, you know, call us and see if we would be glad to come to your church and and really impact your church so that the individuals in your church who have many Jewish friends and acquaintances and business associates, you can be very effective with them. And let me explain how. The first thing it takes is prayer. And it's prayer for a heart that is like the Lord's, that you would be broken over the reality that the very people who brought you the gospel, the Jewish people, probably 98 to 99 percent of them do not know their own Messiah, and therefore they do not know God. That is an alarming statistic. But the reason why most Jewish followers of the Messiah know each other is because there are so few of us. And that can change. And this is how. You pray for a broken heart. 
that you receive God's heart for Israel. Example, Paul the Apostle, the Apostle to the Gentiles. He said, he starts saying this scripture, I am not lying. And the Holy Spirit bears me witness that if possible, I would be willing to be accursed and cut off from the Messiah for the sake of my brethren. Could you imagine that? He was willing to lose his salvation if it meant the salvation of Israel. That is absolutely huge. And a question that I ask other Messianic Jews and Gentiles is, if Paul was willing to lose his salvation for the salvation of Israel, what are we willing to lose? Well, let me tell you what you can do if you're willing to to take the time and uh, really you won't lose anything because you will gain so much. And if you can look at a Jewish person, a friend of yours, someone that you know, and ask them if it would be okay for you to share your heart with them. I don't know of a Jewish person that would say no. So the first step is to pray. So the second step is to go to the Jewish person yeah, and, to, and do what you just said? Yeah, to ask, him, to ask him, would it be all right with you if I share something really deep that is on my heart with you? Ask him permission. Yeah, you're just being real. Exactly. And, you know, most Jewish people are going to say, go ahead, be my guest, have a ball, (laughs) right? Okay, and then this is what you would say. Now, if you can have legitimately tears in your eyes, this will make it even better. You look at this Jewish friend of yours in the eyes and you say, I want you to know something. The thing that I have that is so valuable, precious, I would rather lose my life than lose this. And I want you to know that it first belonged to you before it ever belonged to me. Whoa. (laughs) And then you stop talking. Whoa, whoa, wow. What kind of a reaction would that get? You wait and see. Yeah. And then, if the Jewish person asks you, could you tell me what this is? Well, you come and we'll help you to understand how to explain it. You don't really want to rattle off what you might have learned in church or in Sunday school, what we would call Romans Road. But no, you need to, even though the principle of Romans Road The principles in Romans Road are very important, but you need to exit Romans Road, and we'll show you how to enter the Torah turnpike and help Jewish people see that when the Lord said that in Moses and the prophets, it's all written. It's all written in their book about him. Okay, so that's if they say, tell me, tell me more. But you continue after you tell them that the most valuable thing that you have that you would rather die than lose belongs to them. Then you say, I want you to know something. I love, I serve, and I worship your God. Your God. I have 
come into what is called a covenant. Like marriage, marriage is a covenant. I have a covenant with the God of Israel, but that covenant was made with you. He made the covenant called the New Covenant, and you might even use the word Brit for covenant, because Jewish people know that word. Brit Hadashah is new. This New Covenant was made with the house of Israel and the house of Judah, but I, and you might say, if you're Italian, I'm an Italian, or if you're Irish, I'm just Irish, or if you're an African-American, my ancestors came from Africa, but I am in on the covenant God made with your people, and I have become part of you guys, part of the commonwealth of Israel, and then you stop. I will tell you this. Jewish people have never heard this before. And you know, that really sounds like love and care rather than the rattling off of everything you know in five minutes that would probably push people away quicker than anything. And one of the things I teach in the congregation is I say, you are not sharing to show off your brains. You are sharing to entice the person to want to know Yeshua as Lord. And and so everything you do is not about what you're thinking and, and but everything you do is is what you are doing for that person and they come first. It, this isn't a time to show off how much you know about Judaism, how much you know about anything, but just to come as a humble servant and and ask them those kind of penetrating questions has to rattle, I would think, a Jewish person. Yes, and you, really the, the idea is is that you are demonstrating in your spirit, from your heart, heart to heart, that you're telling that Jewish person, listen, I don't even understand it, but I mean, I'm Irish, but I have your inheritance. I'm Italian. I have... You're, I'm Puerto Rican. I have the inheritance of Israel. And then you might say, what about you? Jewish people have never heard this before. And the idea is when they see that what you have, and you got to really have it. You can't, these can't just be words, but they got to see the joy and the power and the life in you, and they are going to want what you have, and that's exactly what God wants to happen, that they become jealous of what you have. Really, why? Because it really belongs to them first, and you want them to say, how can I get this back? Really, that's what it is. You're giving them. The Lord said, he who comes to me out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. So this is not so much a uh, instruction of what to do, step one, step two, step three, step four, but it's a heart attitude. It's the spirit that gives life. It is, in his words, our spirit in life. And when the spirit of God is working through you and you're speaking his words, you're speaking spirit and life to that Jewish person. Or to someone that's not Jewish, it's the same hard attitude of love. And then 
that person is going to want to know what is it that this person has, and then you just need to be equipped to explain to the Jewish person how, what it is, what the Messiah has already showed up. Uh, it's it, it, most of uh, most Jewish people don't know it, but I can show you that it's a fact, and so then we can help you move on from there. But the first step is to see this Jewish friend of yours say to you, hey, this is kind of amazing. I never heard this before. Tell me more. And and we'll help you with the tell me more thing, because there's not enough time on the radio show to do the tell you more, tell me more part. See, this is, this is so great, because I say there are three prerequisites in sharing your faith. Number one, you need to have an anointing from God. And I really believe as you pray, which is your first step, God gives you that anointing. Secondly, you have to have passion. Anybody question whether JB has passion? <laughs> so we have to develop that passion. And that also is through prayer and, and through study. We need to have that kind of passion that we can't go without sharing our faith. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just not going to happen. And the third thing we need is confidence, and that comes from being equipped. And so we have to walk in confidence because we know the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And and what is better than that? So uh, once again, I invite you to call our synagogue, call Karen at 813-831-5673. Get more information as to how you can get equipped. One of the things we love to do is go to churches. Are you willing to speak to your pastor and say, hey, you have to hear this. This is something we have to do in our church. Uh, we are lining up churches as we speak to hear this message so they can partner with us in, in such a great way. Uh, we're asking you to call the office. Call Karen at 813-831-5673. And also... Uh, Remember to download that TLV app, right? Go to the App Store, put in TLV Bible, then download it. You'll see a green box with an arrow, and it says Journey on it, because we're going to take a journey together. That's what this is all about. To live a biblical life is to live a life of journeying together so that we can Share the Messiah, and people can come to faith so that they, too, can live in the joy of the Lord. When you click on, uh, you'll see a, a like a tic-tac-toe box uh, or boxes. Click in the middle. That's for the complete Bible. If you'd like to, uh, you know about the parasha. We've talked about the parasha. You can click on the top left corner, and not only will it give you the parasha for the week, but it will also give it to you in audio so you can listen to it. On the right side, you can go to the share box, and in that share box, you'll see so many benefits, so many blessings to help you share your faith. So uh, 
including how to share the Messiah in five steps and also answering objections using the Hebrew scriptures. And we're going to be putting in more things like scriptures that you should memorize so that you can feel strong and confident when you share your faith. Look, this is an amazing time. The time is now to favor Zion. We see that in Scripture, and I believe that time has come. So please consider visiting us, call us, and as we close, we just want to say, bring your Jewish friends to our services as well. May the Lord be your first priority, and may you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Join me as we close in prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.